Hi guys and welcome back to the Emphatic Fanatics. It's your host Jordan Renton back again and I'm back with my regular Theo. How you doing mate? Hello Jordan, I'm glad to be here as always and looking forward to another cracking episode. Yeah, it's it's going to be a cracker. We we obviously always bring cracking episodes to to the podcast. Of course. So got to got to provide for our listeners as we've done in the previous twelve episodes. Hopefully, we can continue that with episode thirteen. And we've got an episode on European football for you guys. We're we're switching up a bit. We've actually got a system in place. What we're going to do is we're going to do one week of Premier League and English football. And then we're going to move around the continent uh, from week to week as well. So we're coming to you with one of the other top leagues in Europe, and that's the Bundesliga. German football, we've got some cracking teams in there. Obviously, the European champions in Bayern Munich, and also they won the league last year. And we've got some competitive sides in there. Borussia Dortmund, München Gladbach, Bayer Leverkusen. And there's a lot of talent coming out of Germany that we've seen that have come to the Premier League recently, and likes Timo Werner, Kai Havertz, and players of the past as well. So we're, we're excited to talk about this. And are you excited, Theo? Are you excited to go through the the Bundesliga and, and yeah what's what's your opinion of the Bundesliga do you, do you enjoy it do you enjoy watching watching Bundesliga football yeah I'm looking forward to going through the Bundesliga more than ever this year because a lot of players have moved from the Bundesliga uh, abroad more than any and a lot of players have uh, exciting players have joined so mm-hmm. I think more than ever before the Bundesliga has been in the spotlight so I'm really looking forward to it I do watch quite a bit of Bundesliga it's uh, definitely up there in my my top leagues I don't really have a team I follow 100%, but um, I, I do enjoy the Bundesliga and I'm, I'm looking forward to this, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Who would you say is your like, favourite team there? Like, if you were to pick a team, who, who would you go for? Who, who would you uh, move towards? If I was to pick a team, it would be Eintracht Frankfurt, simply because when they got to Europa League, they got to the semis with mm-hmm. Jovic and Rebic yeah. and Andre Silva. I love that uh-huh. team. Haller, sorry, not Silva. I thought that team was amazing. So yeah. I think it'd probably be them, to be honest. Yeah. Well, I, I, I follow the, the the mighty side of Dortmund. I'm wearing the top right now. Yeah, they're, they're, they're my uh, Bundesliga team. And we're, we're, we're going to talk about maybe Bayern Munich and Dortmund in a, a more detailed aspect later down the line. We're, we've got a couple of guests that we're, we're, we're kind of thinking of um, at the moment of bringing on and to talk about that in more, more in depth. But for, for today, we're, we're going through the league itself and we're going to go through every team and give, the, give them a, a shout out and, and where we think they're going to finish next season and who maybe is the standout players for each team. So, Theo, I'll, I'll go for you first. Do, do you want to kick us off with the champions and the champions of Europe? Of course, yeah. Bayern Munich. Who else should we start this episode talking about than Bayern Munich? Bayern Munich's dominance last season wasn't just in the league and domestically obviously in Europe, and, and they were so impressive. After they got rid of Kovac, I think they won virtually every game and they demolished teams, they dismantled teams. But of course, this year, it's probably not going to live up to last year because it's very hard to repeat that. But Bayern have obviously strengthened. They've strengthened really well by buying Leroy Sané. That's a very exciting signing and it's very, very impressive. Big loss, though, losing Thiago, I feel. I think that's quite a big loss. And we have to remember as well with Bayern Munich that, yes, they've got some exciting youngsters coming through, but they've also got a few older players who maybe it will be quite hard for the void to be filled. Of course, Lewandowski, Muller, they're getting on in their 30s. So we may be beginning to see maybe the end of Bayern's core of players. However, I'm excited for this season. Big question marks from the overhands flick, though. 
I think the defeat 4-1 by Hoffenheim yesterday, a game in which they could have lost by more, highlights that. But of course, with Neuer in goal, you know, I look out for Alfonso Davies. I think this is another big season for Joshua Kimmich. And then we'll see how Sané does. I think obviously Bayern Munich are going to finish first, but I think it's going to be an interesting season for them. Yeah, I, I, I've got strong opinions about Bayern Munich. I think Bayern Munich, it's, it's clear to see that they've had this system in place for a long time. They've had the likes of Neuer, Boateng, um, Hummels was at the club for, a, for a, a period of time. And they've also had Müller and Lewandowski, as you said, that, that core um, of players they've had. And they've got young players coming through. I, I, I love to sign in a Davis, obviously. I did hear of him uh, when he was at, was it Vancouver Whitecaps, was it he was at beforehand? I remember hearing a lot about him and they snapped him up, which was good business of them. And obviously with the likes of Kimmich coming through, he's going to be a staple of their side for, for years to come. I'm sure you can agree with that. I, I can see him easily being the captain after Neuer uh, leaves the club. I can easily see Kimmich being um, given that given that role. But yeah, as you said, the, the loss of Thiago, it's a, it is a big one. Do you think they can replace Thiago, though? Do you, is there anyone that's come to the top of your mind, minds that, that can maybe take take on that, that position? I mean, you, you've got to be looking at uh, Clarentine to, to Lisa, really. Mm-hmm. It's probably time for him to to refine his potential. Yeah. Obviously, Goretzka is a fantastic player, and maybe he plays Goretzka alongside Kimmich. Yeah. In so there's options. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, a player of Thiago's calibre. Maybe they need need someone else. That, yeah, uh, time will tell. Yeah, time will tell. I, I I do agree. I think maybe replacing Thiago would be quite good. But as you said, Tolisso's there. He's he was he he's had an injury hit stint at, at Bayern Munich. It's been a shame for him because he he showed a lot of promise at, at Leon when he was when he was in France. He showed a lot of promise, and it was a shame that he's just been hit hit with injuries. Really, um, it's it's hopefully he can find a bit of uh, consistency and, and fitness um, and yeah hopefully gets his chance obviously the, the main man in Lewandowski as you said to come to an end but do you think he can have another cracking season this year do you think he's going to be hitting 20 over 20 goals this year yeah he'll hit over 20 goals I think it's I think anyone can score uh, score goals in that buy-in team with that incredible attack just shout out for Serge Gnabry, actually. I think he's one of the most underrated players in, in not just the Bundesliga, but the world. Mm-hmm. And I think Lewandowski's so lucky. He's got Muller, he's got Sané, mm-hmm. he's got Gnabry, obviously. So I think he'll, he'll, hit, he'll hit some goals. Mm-hmm. I don't think he'll reach the heights he's reached mm-hmm. this season or the season, right. the, the current seasons. Mm-hmm. And how do you think Leroy Sané's going to do now coming into the side, obviously? He's... he's... Obviously not had the game time at Man City with the, his injuries and obviously the competition that's at Man City. We were talking obviously with Matt that, that Sani wasn't the same player even even before his injury. But do you think he can refine his form and, and maybe take Bayern to not new heights, but to maybe a more consistent rate of rate of fire? And then, because obviously they had Ivan Perisic they had last year on loan. Do you think he's going to be, obviously, do you think he's an upgrade on on Ivan Perisic. Yeah, he's an upgrade on Ivan Perisic. Definitely, I'm a big fan of Leroy Sané. Mm-hmm. I just have to see, because he's an in- injury-prone player, he's a confidence player. Mm-hmm. So, I think he'll definitely improve Bayern's attack. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But his clinical nature is something that's been questioned a number of times. Mm-hmm. So, again, with Bayern, they're an interesting one this season. Mm-hmm. I definitely think they'll win the title, but there's a lot of question marks around a certain few things. Yeah. Last thing about Bayern Munich, we'll move on to the next team in a second, but obviously you've had, you've had a strong opinion of Hansi Flick. Do you, do you think that he's 
capable at being a, a Baron coach for, for years to come? Or do you, do you not think he's the right man to take Bayern forward? To take Bayern forward, I, I don't think anyone can take Bayern forward because with the hierarchy that they've got, they, they get rid of them. They don't give anyone any time. I think Hans Flick is, is, is a short-term solution to a long-term problem at Bayern. Mm. I think, don't get me wrong, that he won the, the Champions League and, and that's amazing. But I, I would I would be shocked if it didn't all fall apart at some stage this season for Bayern Munich. I, I'm not too much of a fan of, of Hans Flick, I have to admit. Mm. Do you not think he can be though? Obviously, we've seen Pinkis was like obviously a, a figurehead um, at Bayern Munich for for a number of years. Do you not think he can be the same as kind of Pinkis, kind of that? Uh, obviously, he's a younger manager, and we don't know his uh, credibility and whether he can be that. But do you not think he, if given the chance, he can maybe maybe do something with Bayern Munich to to keep them dominant as as they are now? I don't the... think so. I, I think Bayern have. It sounds absurd to say this, but I think Bayern are reaching a point where they're going to... I think Bayern have peaked. They've been rebuilding, obviously, with Pep Guardiola Mm -hmm. and then, obviously, Kovac and then, obviously, Hans Flick now. Mm -hmm. But what everyone has to remember is that core of the team Mm. is beginning to... It's beginning... They're beginning to get older and they're beginning to go. Mm -hmm. Now, they've recruited well. You know, Alexander Nubel, he looks like he's going to be the replacement to Neuer. Mm -hmm. But... What we've got to remember is it's like when you lose Ribéry and Robin. You lose Ribéry and Robin, you can't replace them with Coman, Perisic, Coutinho. So it's it's going to be an interesting one for Bayern. I'm not yeah. convinced on Hans Flick, but I think this year will he will prove himself or, or he won't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Well, that, well that's, a, that's a good coverage of the, of the champions. I think Bayern Munich, again, we'll, we'll, we'll just cover it. The now we, we I presume we both think they're going to win the league next year uh, quite comfortably, even with the the strength that other teams have. I, I think Bayern are still going to be dominant in the league, and yeah, I think that's clear to see we're we're both going to put them first. How do you think it's going to be a tighter race this year again, or do you think do you, what, what's your opinion on that? Do you think Bayern are going to run away with it, or what's your opinion? I think Bayern will win the league comfortably in the end. I think it'll be a bit like last season, really, mm-hmm. where it'll be a bit neck neck and neck, and then. Towards the business end of the season, Bayern Munich will yeah. will uh, will obliterate the the pack. Yeah. But I don't think it will be a one hundred percent convincing, groundbreaking title winning defence from Bayern this season. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Well, that's the thing because they only got eighty two points last year, and that that wasn't that that much to be honest. But four draws and four losses, it's it's decent. It's not bad. It's just. I think they can do, definitely do better. But again, 100 goals for. So it's you're going to see a slight drop-off, I think, from Lewandowski. So it's whether they can hit hit as many goals as that. Because definitely he he, he was was vital to, to for them to, to get going again. But yeah, I, again, I, I think comfortably they're going to win the league. Anyway, moving on to our second team. And it's the team that came second as well. And it's the team that I support, Borussia Dortmund. So Borussia Dortmund... Uh, I've got to say that I've been quite impressed with their business so far. I think it's been quite quite decent business. They've m- managed to retain Jadon Sancho, who was linked away with big moves to to Manchester. He was banded everywhere, really, but Manchester United being the the main the main team after his signature. And yeah, Dortmund have been able to hold on to him, and I don't think Sancho's been causing many many problems, which is good to see. I think of past experiences, obviously of Usman Dembele and of Pierre Emerick Aubameyang, they've been urging for moves. 
away from Dortmund. But I don't think the same is with Sancho. He's he's got a three years left on his contract, and I think it's quite good that he's staying at Dortmund for another year. I think it'll be good to see if he can kick on even more because, to be honest, if you're looking at levels, Dortmund and Manchester United, they're pretty much the same kind of standard of club. So if Sancho wants to go and kick on, I definitely think if if he does well again this season, I could see him going to a step above, really. Uh, what's your opinion on the, the, the Sancho saga, Theo? And do you think it's right for him to stay at Dortmund this year? I, I think personally it was the right time for Jaden Sancho to move, really. I think mm. it, for, for, for all parties, really. A lot of money, Dortmund have got plenty of players who could replace Sancho. I think it would, would have been a good decision for all parties to leave. I still expect Man United to come in with a bid. I still expect them to. I still expect United to get that deal done sometime right, okay. this week. But again, Jaden Sancho, awesome player, and he will be missed in the Bundesliga. But no one's replaced. No one's irreplaceable. No, no, definitely not. And that's the thing they've done it with uh, Dembele. They, 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 Dortmund took their time. They brought uh, Sancho in from Man City's academy and trained him up. So I think that could be the same with his replacement and yeah there's been a few players coming into the into the club as you were saying though I think before we get onto that I think my opinion of Sancho as I said I think it was right for him to stay maybe another year and maybe make that move up as you said though I don't know if Man United can get the deal done I think they've they've wasted their chance in terms of time I feel that Dortmund don't have the time to go and sign a replacement not like for like replacement but a replacement for Sancho's position it's they will have done their, their research and who they think the best target is, but to actually go and get a deal done now isn't going to be isn't going to be easy coming into the last week of, of the transfer window. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. We'll just have to monitor that situation. But yeah, any club Jaden Sancho goes to, he's, he's going to improve, definitely. Moving on to the signings they've made, though. They've made some decent signings, one being your man, Jude Bellingham. Obviously, we've, we've talked about him in the past, how, how promising he is. And he's taken um, to Bundesliga life pretty well. I'm quite excited to see what he can do. And yeah, do you think he's do you think he's capable of, of making a first team push this season, or do you think it's going to take him a, maybe a year to to implement himself into the side? Well, he started the first three competitive games for, for Dortmund, which is impressive. I personally don't think he should. You know, I'll probably get if any Blues fans are listening to this, I'll probably get a little bit of abuse, but. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think he's ready to start for Dortmund. I think Emre Chan is uh, Thomas Delaney, even Axel Witzel. I think they should be starting in the midfield over Jude Bellingham. I do think um, he, he will get a lot of opportunities, and it's just down to whether he'll take it. You can never, ever, ever doubt his enthusiasm and his his desire. But again, he he just may be a little bit inexperienced because I feel like the Bundesliga can catch out young players quite quickly. Early, in their early days. Yeah, definitely. I think that's the thing. It, it, it will take a bit of time to maybe settle himself into the side regularly. But as you said, he started the first three games, so I am excited to see what he can do. Obviously, Dortmund just lost to Augsburg at the weekend is at 3-1, so that was that was quite a, a hard one to take as a Dortmund fan when you're looking at that and you're going, Augsburg, second game of the season. Shouldn't be losing that, to be honest should not be losing that at all. It's um, just a typical performance from Dortmund because of one man, really. 
Yeah, definitely. I, 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 I think we'll get onto him in a second. But yeah, the other signings that have come in, Thomas Mooney, he's, he's a decent player. I think he's okay. He's nothing special, but... Um, not quite shame. Hakimi, though. It's not Hakimi, and that's the thing. I think what Dortmund are going to lack, they've lost uh, Ashraf Hakimi. Uh, to, uh, obviously, he went back to Real Madrid from his loan spell, which was expected, but Dortmund didn't go in for that uh, a bid. Maybe they did bid, but I, don't, but I didn't hear much of it when, when Inter Milan are come calling for, for him. Dortmund should be in there, definitely, to, to challenge Inter Milan. Really, they really should have been challenging for his signature but Thomas Mooney he's solid enough he's he's obviously coming he's not coming to the end of his career but he's obviously he's 28 now so he's not in a, a young young spring chicken as I could say but yeah it, it'll be interesting to see what he can maybe do maybe can set all the side and it means then probably Peace Chick will play uh, centre back more this season as well and it'll phase Peace Chick out as well another player that's coming in quite excited about this lad he's only on loan from Real Madrid is Renier I've not heard much about the, the, the kid. He's a Brazilian kid. He's 18 years old. But yeah, he's got a lot of potential. I'm quite excited to see what he can do. And maybe, if, I'm not sure if it's a two-year loan or a one-year loan, but I think if he can maybe get some game time, maybe come back to Dortmund another year afterwards. If it's not just, a, if it's only a one-year loan, maybe come back for another season. That would be good to see what he can do. Maybe get a chance with the team. But going to some of the players that were already there, Obviously, the key players being, obviously, we mentioned Sancho, but Erlen Haaland, do you think he's going to even do even better? Obviously, crashed on the scene, Theo, but do you think Erlen Haaland's going to be a big part to Dortmund's season? Yeah, he'll score 20-plus goals. He'll do well. I just, I, I need to see a bit more of Erlend. It's, it's going to be good that he's got his, a full season in the Bundesliga mm-hmm. so we can have a real look at him. You know, I know Dortmund lost uh, yesterday 2-0, if they have a few games like that, which they do in a season when they, they, they're behind, they're trailing, will he do what Sancho's been doing and provide when needed? I think a lot of emphasis will be on Erling Haaland this season. So it's a good test for him and his character. It's a perfect place for him to be. And I think, he, I think, he'll, I think he'll have a good season again, yeah. Mm. I don't know why I said 3-1 earlier. It was 2-0 against Salzburg. It must have been just two goals. I must have got confused there. But yeah, 2-0 as you said. So yeah, I must have... Excuse me for that. That was my mistake. I do apologise uh, to, to our listeners there. I've got the score wrong. Um, must have been thinking of another score. But anyway, but yeah, I think with, as you said, Erlen Holland, I think he's a, he's cra- he crashed on the scene, obviously, coming in from Salzburg. Had a really good time with Salzburg and, and has really stamped his authority on the Bundesliga. And I'm quite excited to see him and Sancho again up, up top with each other, trying to pr- provide assists to one another and goals. Quite excited with that partnership up there. In terms of the defence, Matt Hummels, he's, he's a solid player and is going to be there for another year. I definitely think he's a huge part. Manuel Akanji, I, I do rate Manuel Akanji quite highly. But the one thing, as you mentioned, um, Roman Berkey. <laughs> so Roman Berkey, I definitely think Dortmund need to look for a replacement. Um, we'll, we'll go into other players they could go for, but yeah, I don't think he's... I remember just watching the Bar- the Bayern game last year. He should have been saving that chip from Kimmich, obviously it was a nice chip from Kimmich but Berkey should have been saving it he misjudged the, the time and the flight of the ball but yeah, what, what's your opinion of Roman Berkey then Theo? An inconsistent lunatic mm. he is not fit to wear the shirt for Dortmund uh, the amount of mistakes he makes it's it's criminal he can, he can produce blinding saves mm-hmm. but he costs Dortmund a lot of points, actually you've yes. reminded me because I said someone cost Dortmund. I wasn't actually referring to him, but oh, right, okay. there's two people. He's one of them, definitely. Mm. So 
Yeah, good, good shout. Yeah. Who's who's the other one then that, that you could say that cost? It's the manager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, well, that's the thing, Lucien Favre. Well, Lucien Favre, I think, to be fair, to be fair to him, he actually did okay last season compared to I think what I think it's unfair to say that it was all his fault. I think, for me, if Dortmund, if it wasn't for coronavirus, I don't think Dortmund would have slipped up as much as they did. I, I do think they would have been beaten by Bayern in the end. But I think that long break, they were on a run. They had just scored, obviously they scored loads of goals. They had been beating PSG on aggregate in the first leg and then obviously just got beat as coronavirus. It was coming towards the end. And I think if they had, fan, if they had fans at that game, I, I think Dortmund might have had a chance of going through in the Champions League even further. But in terms of the season, it was, it was a shame the way it came to uh, an end because I think Dortmund... Did, did lack coming back when they came back. I thought they, they looked lethargic. They didn't look energised enough. And they had a lot of inch, like niggles. I remember Haaland went off at one point. I'm not sure. It might have been Wolfsburg or someone like that they were playing. And I remember he went off injured and it, it, it didn't look great. It was kind of like, all right, well, that's our talisman gone. And I think they struggled with that uh, coming back from, from corona, the, the pandemic stage. But going into Favre, do you think, do you think this should be his last year and or do you think he could get sacked this season? Or what's your what's your opinion on that then, Theo? I think he I think he's got to go. I mean, Dortmund are not going to win anything under him. Mm-hmm. Tactically, he's he's been there for three seasons now, and he's achieved absolutely nothing, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Dortmund, the, the 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 aim is to bridge the gap. They've always produced talented youngsters. Mm-hmm. That's what they continue to do. The recruitment side of Dortmund's perfect. Yeah. The father is not responsible for that. He's responsible for getting the best out of the players mm-hmm. and winning when needed and time after time after time after time Dortmund slip up in games they shouldn't and that ultimately has to fall on the manager's head mm-hmm. well that's the thing you look at it, Michael Zorc and um, Sebastian Kell now uh, ex-captain of the club are, are kind of part of that recruitment uh, as well as I think they get I was watching the Dortmund documentary um, that was recorded about a couple of years ago and I remember it was Matthias Sammer as well, who's who's an agent. Mm. Um, a free, uh, is like a kind of Roman agent. He goes from club to club. They get his his verdict on it as well. So yeah, definitely. Favre's not involved in the in the recruitment. He's he's meant to get results. So who do you think then? Uh, we'll cover it quickly, but we'll we'll obviously do an episode in Dortmund fully in the future. But quickly, who's your who who would you consider to be the right fit for for Borussia Dortmund to take them forward? That's a good question. I haven't really thought about it, it, it too much. I do think maybe it would be a, a decent idea to maybe try and get Klopp, try and you know back, maybe ask back, him, get him back. I also don't think, and this is a bit of a strange one, I also don't think going for someone like Eddie Howe would be a bad decision. Um, because I, I, in all fairness, I know you're making that face, but it's the same as a point in Lucien Favre. Favre has no real ability, in my opinion. Uh-huh. Eddie Howe, that's a bit um, out there. Yeah, it's but... very out there. I think my, my opinion of Howe is that I think attacking, he's got the ability to, to produce a slightly attacking side, but I don't think defensively he's good enough. I don't think he's got that ability. And I'm a, a Bournemouth yeah, but I mean, when you've, got, when you've got defenders, when you've been, when you've been Adam, sat- Adam which, Smith, yeah. Steve Cook... But when and, you're going you know, from Bournemouth, Billing. I think he needs another stage in his career. I think he needs to Maybe. go to a mid-table club before he goes to 
Borussia Dortmund. I don't think that's the right step for him personally. I, in my opinion, I think Pochettino. It's a, it's a far out shout. It is, but I don't think they'd be able to afford him. The reason why I say Poch is because, in my opinion, one, he works with younger players. I think he's good with younger players, and two, he's a coach, not a manager. And mm-hmm. I think that's what uh, Pochettino would be good at. And I think Dortmund would say to him, right, we can provide you with money to go and spend on the squad. You can give us some suggestions, but we'll provide that that for you. Which I don't think Tottenham and Daniel Levy, I don't think Daniel Levy is willing to do at Tottenham. I don't think he was willing to give Poch the, the, per, the purse strings uh, to go and purchase the players he wants. But um, maybe it's a far out shout. We'll maybe cover, what we'll do is we'll cover it maybe later on uh, when we do a full Dortmund episode. We'll, we'll cover that in more detail. Uh, so moving on to the next. So actually, before we finish that, do you think I've put British Dortmund second. Would you? Would you have? Would you agree? Yeah, with that? second for me, John. Yeah, good stuff. Anyway, let's move on. Anyway, we've talked about Dortmund enough. Moving on to uh, the next team, which is RB Leipzig. I believe you're you're going to cover. Yeah, pretty brief here. I, I think RB Leipzig will finish third this season, same as last season. Obviously, they've they've lost Timo Werner, which is a big loss for Leipzig. It's not for the Premier League. It's not a. It's it's a loss for the Premier League as well because he's a, he's a poor player. However, <laughs> Leipzig. The impressive thing for me about Leipzig is the fact that they've managed to retain their defence, which is the main thing. And also the signing of Danny Olmo. He kind of came into it, in my opinion, towards the end of the season. Mm-hmm. So I think it's like having a new player. In, in Danny Olmo. They've also got Huang. They've signed Huang from yeah, um, yeah. Salzburg. Salzburg, yeah. So I'll be interested to see how he can do. And also they were going to, I think they were talking of signing the Hungarian winger from Salzburg as well, the young 20, 21 year old. Oh, I've heard of him. Name What's starts with S. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll get that in a second. That... Yeah, yeah. So so that that's interesting. My big concern for Leipzig is their goalkeeper. Gulashi is, is a very average goalkeeper. Really? So he, I, I quite like Galashi. I think no, I quite if, like if Galashi. You look at, if you look at Galashi, he, especially mm-hmm. in big games, he, he doesn't perform. But the main thing that, that, that will keep Leipzig at third is uh, Julian Nagelsmann, an extremely gifted and talented manager. And obviously getting to the semi-finals of the Champions League, that, that was so impressive. Yeah. And obviously, I think this season, Yusuf Paulsen, he, he stepped up and he scored quite a few goals already. Yeah. So I think Leipzig are going to have a good season because of the fact that they've managed to have a successful transfer window in the fact that they've kept a majority of their players. Mm, yeah, and they've also, I believe, I don't know if it's done yet, but I heard the rumour was that Alexander Sorloff is almost signed. Yes, well, they've signed well. Sorloff. Yeah, I don't yeah, know if it's done I yet. I don't know if it was done. It's signed. He's signed. And they've signed the lad from, I think it's, is it Josip Brekolo from Dino Zagreb? Yeah, they signed him today from Le- uh, who Leeds were after. Brickle, was he not? Uh, is that not the lad that's it? There's a Brickle at Wolfsburg as well, isn't there? Is that a different Brickle? I'm thinking. Of. Uh, I think yeah, I think it is. There was another Brickle um, that was that was uh, I think at Wolfsburg. Oh no, that's you're right. It's Josie Brickle. <laughs> anyway, yeah. they've signed the lad from Zagreb at centre back who Leeds oh, were right, after. Okay. That okay. lad. Right. Um, right. So they've they've recruited their usual policy, really. Yeah, yeah, definitely. The the player from Salzburg's uh, Schobotschlei. Yeah, Schobotschlei, yeah, That's yeah. that's that's the last name. So I looked that up. The name. No, that's a fair comment. I, again, with Leipzig, you, you said they they managed to keep their team. I I quite like Galashi. I don't think he's. I think it's a disservice to say that's to 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 say that he's not a good keeper because I I think 
I think him and the defence have a, have a good chemistry. And the same with also, they've obviously kept the three French centre-backs we've mentioned before, but I'll be excited to see him come back. I think Willie Orban as well, he's, he's the captain of the football, of the football club and um, he's, he's key to them um, in their success over the years. I think him coming back from injury is going to offer a lot of a, a commanding centre-back and, and a lot of game management for them as well. So if they were to lose Upamakano or Konati or Mukiele, I think they've got Orban to come straight into that squad there and ready. I'm excited to see another year of Christopher Nkunku. I think he's going to be more exciting uh, as the years go on. Um, I'm really excited to see what he can do. And Sabitzer. I think Sabitzer's a leader. and I've mentioned it so many times before. I think he's a leader from, from midfield. I'm a midfield metronome in, the, in their team. As you said, they're, they're going to lose Timo Werner. They've lost Timo Werner and the goals he provided. I, I think, it, as I said before, we, we've We've come back to this so many times. I think three games into the Premier League season for him, I think it's a bit unfair to judge him at the moment. I think give him a bit of time and we'll, we'll see the best of him, um, to be fair. Anyway, yeah, but the, the team, as you said, you've put them third. I personally, I put them fourth just because the goals they're going to lose with Werner. It's whether Sorloff can take, Sorloff or uh, Poulsen can take that role. Okay. Well, tell me who you've put third then. So I've gone for Gladback at third. I've got from Borussia Mönchengladbach, who came fourth last season and Leipzig came third. So I've switched them two around this year. I put Leipzig fourth and Gladbach uh, third. The reason I've put Gladbach is because they've not lost anyone. They've not lost anyone in their squad. Going to their team, looking through their team, they've got obviously Alisson Player, Marcus Turam, who we've mentioned before, would be a cracking signing for Liverpool, uh, who we suggested him for. But yeah, they, they've got some good players in there. They've signed also Valentino Lazaro, who I don't think is an amazing player, but um, again, strength and depth for them there, and yeah, they've got they've not signed too many players, but they've not lost anyone. That's what I'd have to say. Going at the team as well, obviously we, we've mentioned how much both we like Jan, we we both like Jan Sommer as a goalkeeper. Nico Elvedi, uh, right back, Matthias Ginter, another solid player, and I mentioned obviously at Man City. Um, I suggested for Man City to go for their left back in Ben Sabini. I think he's a top player and. I'm quite excited to see him uh, stay. At the, hopefully he can stay. I don't want him to go to Man City, but I think that's who Man City should go for. But I'm excited to see him um, fully firing again after after coming back from injury. And as we mentioned as well, I've mentioned before, uh, Dennis Zakaria. I really rate Dennis Zakaria. I think he's he's a very underrated central midfielder and a player that I'm, I'm quite excited. I think if you're a club in the top four of any top league, I'd be looking at Dennis Zakaria uh, in your midfield. I think he's a solid player to have and he's only 23 years old, so many years to come from him. So yeah, that's who I've put third. It's whether Marcus Turam and, and player can provide all the goals. They've also got real Donald Mbolo, who I think needs to to really impress um, because it's come to the point where I think he's going to be forgotten about. Um, I remember when he was at Basel, he was, he was on fire in the Swiss League and, and he came to the Bundesliga. Who did he join? Was it Schalke? Schalke. And after that, he, he came to Mönchengladbach and I think he's, he needs to find his form again. He really does, in my opinion. So if he can find his form up there with Turan and player, I think they've got a good front three there, to be fair. So yeah, I think there's there's good players in the squad that they could maybe do with uh, strengthening in midfield alongside Zakaria. A good suggestion. I don't think they could get him back, but Xhaka, I think Xhaka's a very underrated player, and I think to bring him back would be quite good. Yeah, no chance he'd leave Arsenal. 
No, but it's. I think now that Arteta's there, I don't think he's. I, I, there's a chance of getting him. I think if it was before when Emery was there, when Xhaka was kind of frozen out, and obviously the fans wanted him out, I think that would have been the chance to get him uh, then. But maybe not now. But maybe someone in that kind of mould, a bit taller, a bit stronger, and someone to replace Christoph Kramer because Christoph Kramer's getting on a bit, and he's he's not the best ball player um, in their team. So I definitely think. I, I would put them third, but I'm happy to go either way here. What what are you thinking? Uh, Leipzig or, or Minchin Gladbach for third? Just because of you. I know Michael Rose is a very, very good manager, but just because of you and Nagelsmann and that back four, right. back three for uh, Leipzig, I would put Leipzig third. Right, no problem. Who did you, did you have Gladbach at fourth or did you? Did I had you Gladbach have... at fourth, yeah. Yeah, so four, fourth, British Minchin Gladbach. That's fair enough. That, that that's that's fair. I do rate Marco Rose as well. I forgot to mention. I do rate Marco Rose as a manager. He obviously came in from watch cut from Salzburg. Um, I also forgot their name there. So I think to have another season under him, I think this team can can go places. And I'm quite excited because uh, have they qualified for the Champions League uh, groups now, or, or what happens with them? Because do they go into the last stage of qualification or? No, I think they qualify. Do they qualify? Right. I'm I'm not sure with the obviously. I know some of the top four um, sometimes have to go into the last round of qualification in some leagues, so I'm not no, sure. No, I think Munchengladbach have got direct because Bayern won the Champions League. Right, is that it then? That's fair enough. No, that that's 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 good. So, no, I'm excited to see them in the in the Champions League as well, see if they can be an underdog there. I definitely think that would be quite exciting. And I think a lot of these players will be will be sought after um, after that. Anyway, moving on to your next team then, Theo. So, who have you got next in, in the team? So... Who do you want to move I've got Bayer Leverkusen. Right, so Bayer Leverkusen, let's, let's yeah. talk about them. Perfect, so Bayer Leverkusen, obviously, massive loss for Bayer Leverkusen, losing Kai Havertz, the poster boy for them, their top scorer, and basically the player who their, their whole team was built around. So that's a big loss for, for Leverkusen, and I'm not sure they've fully recovered from it this season. I haven't put them to finish fifth, I've put them to finish sixth this season. Mm. Defensively, they've got a good defence. You know, Tap Sober, we've talked about him a couple of episodes. Uh, he, he's a really good player. Obviously, they've got the, the two Bender brothers, Singrave and Wendell. It's a solid back back four. I'm a big fan of Kareem Demarabi in the midfield. Yep. Massive fan of him. I think he's a really underrated player. Uh, and I really like the look of him every time I watch him. Mm. The, the wingers attacking-wise, Diaby, Bailey... Whether they f- ever live up to their full potential, time will tell. And obviously, they've they bought Patrick Schick they have, up front. Yeah. Schick, um, sorry to score. I, I to didn't score know they had goal. actually got. I didn't know that they actually got Schick. Yeah, I, I they, they, they bought they bought Schick. Yeah, and they've got standout players. Obviously, a few players I didn't mention. I didn't mention Jonathan Tarr at the back. He's a solid centre back, yeah. uh, international experience. And they've also got that that young wonder kid, Works. Oh, Vert. Right. Yeah, Vert. I, so, I thought you meant Tapsoba there. Taps, yeah, he taps over. Yeah. So, I think it's going to be... I, I struggle to see myself where the goals are going to come from for Leverkusen this season. I think yeah. they'll be solid. I think they'll create chances. But I'm not sure if, if Sheik, up front on his own, can deliver. Um, I know Alario is, a, is an impact player. But I'm a little bit worried for them going forward this season. That's why I've put them to finish sixth. Yeah, no, that that that's fair enough. I put them slightly lower. Um, I put them seventh, but I'm happy to to give you six there. I, I I was between sixth or seventh. Um, I wasn't too sure, but I'm happy to give you six there. In terms of fifth, and I, I wonder if you'll agree with me if you've not put uh, Leverkusen as as fifth. Um, I've gone for Wolfsburg at fifth. Um, so I've I've gone for Wolfsburg at fifth. The only thing that I think they're going to struggle with, and I've 
heard that Vuk Veghorst, he's been linked away to Tottenham Hotspur um, as, their, as their backup striker. They're, they're looking at him, the, the six foot four, or six foot four or six foot six, I'm not sure what it is, but they're, they're linked with um, him, him leaving the club. And yeah, I think that would be a big loss if they lost Vuk Veghorst. So yeah, I definitely think Vuk Veghorst, he provided a lot of goals and uh, it would be a big loss, but I definitely think that Wolfsburg could replace him. Um, they they have brought in a youngster um, from the Polish league. Um, again, he's a, he, he's an unknown quantity, but a guy called Bialek. They, they bought him for about four point five million, so that's quite a lot of money to put into the a Polish league mm. striker. So, um, you never know. Maybe they've 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 found a, a gem on their hands there, but definitely a player a player worth looking at. But the most thing, the, the biggest reason why I've put them fifth is that, that defence. I think their defence is really strong. Looking at the goalkeeper, Castiles, I think he's a solid keeper to have. And definitely a, a, a player, if, if it wasn't for Thibaut Courtois, I definitely think he would be um, one of the main goalkeepers for Belgium. It's a shame that he doesn't get that chance. But looking at their back four, I really like Mbabu and uh, Will, yeah. William um, as the two right backs. They're good competition there. I definitely think if... If one of them doesn't get the start, I definitely think one of them will be looking um, to to leave. Definitely, I think that's the only problem they're going to have that they've got two good right backs there, and same with left back really. Uh, they've got Rosilion and Otavio, who they brought in as well. And yeah, Rosilion, I've I've liked him for a number of the years. I think he gets very un- overlooked um, in in the Bundesliga. And Otavio, I think he's just I think he's just signed recently. I don't I'm not entirely sure, but yeah, he, he looks pretty solid as well. And again, they've got John Brooks, a solid centre back there. He's he's obviously the American American brick <laughs> in defence, I should say. Um, he was he was one of these one of these players that I think, yeah, I think he's a top centre back. I think he's a very underrated centre back, and yeah, I think he's he he can lead that team in defence. Yeah, but looking at the rest of the team, they've got good players here. Then there, Eunice Mali, I think, can come up with a a bit of magic now and again, and same with. Uh, Breckelo, um, as as we mentioned, that Breckelo, he's a left winger, um, very sought after as well. He's only twenty two, and yeah, a number of good players there. So I put them fifth, and and I seen you were agreeing to that. So uh, what's your making of of Wolfsburg? Very impressive side, and I think they're going to finish fifth as well. Mm-hmm. They've got a really really nice uh, couple of of players in that team. For yeah. example, Max Arnold, yeah. he is a player who can produce anything on his Definitely. day. He's an awesome player. Also a big fan of the squad depth that Wolfsburg have got this season. I mean, for example, the, the rotation players, you've got Gulavogi, you've got Eunice Marley, you've got Yal Victor, uh, Ginchek up, up top as well. So I think they've got a really nice squad. And I, I, I think I'm quite excited. They're quite an attacking side and they're not an unknown quantity. They can, On their day, they can... They can give anyone a match. So I think Wolfsburg are going to have a really good season. And we, we can't forget that they're actually a, a team who, other than um, Bayern and Dortmund, were the last team to win the, the Bundesliga. True, yeah, yeah. Again, true. They've, they've got that history there as well. So um, I definitely think they're, they're not at that heights yet they're now. And I think, yeah, obviously, at that, obviously, at that point when they had won it, I think Dortmund and, uh, and Bayern had an off year that year as well. And I think they were kind of um, on the downfall and, no, that was all down to the Ed and Jekyll and Graffiti. It was no, no, it was it was that that was a class team, but oh, I got, oh, what got partnership. Yeah, it, it was. They they were amazing. They 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 were really good. And as we as we've seen, Ed and Jekyll's gone and done amazing things. That actually might be a good shout. Actually, if they lost Veghorst, mm. maybe going for Jekyll, um, a, a renaissance with his old club. I think uh, coming back would be would be quite good to 
to maybe play out this couple of last seasons, maybe that would be quite a good shout for them to go for as, a, as an option. But yeah, as as you mentioned, you put um, we'll move back to Leverkusen. I kind of I kind of didn't really give my opinion on Leverkusen really, but um, Bayer Leverkusen, I think obviously you mentioned Kai Havertz. He's going to be a huge loss to that club. They lost obviously Julian Brandt the year before as well, uh, so they've lost a number of talents. But I'm really excited by a Di- Di- Diaby. Um, I've mentioned before that I, I think he's got a lot of talent, Musa Diaby, um, and I think he's yeah uh, whether he's ready to take on a bigger mantle uh, at Leverkusen. Is, is in question, but I definitely think he's he's a worthwhile player having. As well, they've lost Kevin Volland as well, a contributor to goals as well. Um, he went to Monaco. He wasn't the most key player to them, but again, a, pl- a loss there of a player. So maybe, hopefully, Schick can do well as well. Um, he done he had a good uh, stint at RB Leipzig, but um, as you mentioned, whether sixth, uh, I think they're going to have a slight drop-off. I put them seventh, so it's, it's questionable whether whether they're um, in there or not, but yeah, I'm I'm willing to give you give you six. I, uh, last question on 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 the managers. I don't really know about Wolfsburg's manager uh, that much. Um, I didn't really look into that. But uh, Peter Bosch, do you think he's a decent coach, uh, Theo? Um, and what what's your opinion of him? Yeah, I think we'll see more this season with no habits. We'll see what he's made of. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm happy to give him another season before before branding him a great manager or a poor manager. Yeah, because I remember when he came into Dortmund, I was unimpressed, but I, I think that was too big of a step for my axe to Dortmund. I think mm. it was just a bit too quick for them. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see how, what he can do. But um, yeah, it's interesting to see. But yeah, as we, as we mentioned, Wolfsburg fifth and Bayer Leverkusen sixth. So who did you go for then? Who's your next team then? Who, who have you gone for? And so my, my next team, and I'll, I'll cover these guys pretty quickly because... Right. They're, they're, they're pretty uh, pretty half-decent team. Hoffenheim, mm-hmm. um, obviously a, a fantastic 4-1 victory against Bayern Munich last uh, yesterday, which, to be honest, we're, we're not entirely surprised by because they consistently punch above their weight. And they've started the season really well. Uh, they obviously won away at um, Col- uh, Cologne first game of the season. And they've got, a, they've got a decent team. They've got some Bundesliga star performers, Kramerich, he always yeah. seems to get goals. Solid goalkeeper in Bauman, decent defence, you know, and they, they play wing-backs as well. They've got a standard team. For me, I've put them down to finish eighth. And uh, one signing that I liked a lot from them was the signing of Gasinovic from Eintracht Frankfurt in the summer. He's been a player that I've been impressed with for a long time. And, and he was a player who starred in, in a lot of Frankfurt's European runs uh, of a couple of seasons. And they've also got J- Jacob Brun Larsen from obviously signed from Dortmund as yeah. well, who's an exciting player. So I think they've got an exciting team. I don't think they'll push for top six because I don't think they're capable of that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think eight players finished for Hoffenheim this season and another successful finish for a team that are actually from a pretty small place in Germany. They are, yeah, definitely. They're on the rise, as we mentioned. They, they spend quite a lot of money. They, they, they're quite a a wealthy club, I think, is it's. I think they spend quite a lot of money, but they spend it wisely. Um, as I mentioned before, I quite like Christian Baumgartner. That's there. I mentioned it in our mm. um, upcoming future stars episode. I thought he was a worthwhile shout. Um, he's twenty-one, Austrian, and he's on the rise. And I'm quite excited to see. That was a shock to see that they beat Bayern Munich, though. It was it was quite a shocking result. And it's quite weird, Kramerich. He's he's an interesting player. Cause remember when he was at Leicester, and then mm. he was he failed in the Premier League. Do you think he? Do you think it was too soon for him to leave the Premier League or, or what, what's your opinion of that? 
No, I think some players just they're struggling in the Premier League and that they refine their form and confidence elsewhere. I mean, he's been brilliant. He's he's obviously starting for Croatia as well, so mm-hmm. it's been an incredible move for him, and I think he enjoys being a bigger fish in a smaller pond. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I I think he's a top player, and I think was very underrated in the Premier League. But yeah, as you mentioned, maybe maybe that is the case. Maybe a big big fish in a small pond is is the problem with him. But yeah, I think I think that's fair to say. Uh, moving on though to because who's it actually? Who's the manager at the moment? Uh, at, at, at Hoffenheim, do you know? Do you know who the manager it is? It is, that... yes, yeah, Sebastian Hoineb. Right. Okay. Was he the guy? Because was he the guy that took over from uh, Nagelsmann? Because obviously yes. they had that DNA, the, the Nagelsmann DNA. Do you think that Hoffenheim can overcome this? Though, do you think they've overcome um, losing Nagelsmann, or and do you think? Yeah, can... I think I think Hoffenheim have have done really well. Yeah. I, I expected a little bit of a dip, but but so far they've they haven't really dipped at all, and. I think mm. Hoffenheim of uh, yeah, they're they're kind of like the the modern day Burnley. Mm. <laughs> I think that's unfair to say, but okay. I, I think... just wanted to shout out Sean Dash. You always like saying Burnley. You're saying the modern day Burnley for a lot of teams, um, but yeah, they're they're. I think they're slightly better than Burnley, but um, as you mentioned, uh, yeah, they've got some good players, so I'm excited to see what they can do this year. And that one against Bayern will give them all the confidence that they need. Moving on to the team that I've gone for next, I've gone for Eintracht Frankfurt, and you said you put Hoffenheim eighth, so I put I, I actually put uh, Frankfurt seventh. Um, I was between actually I put Leverkusen seventh, I put Frankfurt sixth, but I, I'm willing to drop Frankfurt yeah, one because Frankfurt. I, I think that was maybe a bit generous to, for me to put them six, but I'm willing to put Leverkusen just ahead of them. I think it'll be really close between fifth and eighth. I think um, all them four teams between Wolfsburg, Frankfurt, Leverkusen and Hoffenheim, I think it's going to be very close uh, between them four for who gets positioned where, really. But looking at Frankfurt, I really like Adi Hütter. I think he's a very good manager. I'm really impressed by him. And I think I think now that Frankfurt have got a more settled side after they lost Kovac and lost all the big players, I think they're finally coming round to it now of, of, of stabilising themselves again. Um, because at one at that point when they'd lost all those players, you seen a massive drop, and it was it was a shame to see because I didn't want to see them get relegated. I thought I thought if they got relegated, it would be really shame, and um, because they had done so well to to get so far in the Europa League with those players, and I, I definitely think um, that they're finally coming round to it. I really like uh, Andre Silva as a striker. I think he's was he, he had a tough time at AC Milan, um, and I thought. It was a shame the way he kind of went out. He, d- he didn't really get enough time, I don't think, there. But finally, I think hopefully he's found a home because he's been all over the place. He's been at Sevilla, um, obviously Milan. And he, he really hasn't had a good time of it until he came in for, for Frankfurt. And he got 13, I think it was about 13 goals last year or, or around about that number um, he got for Frankfurt. So, yeah, I definitely think they've got a lot of talent. Plus, I really like Kamada. I think he's a really good, talented player. I think he's very underrated. And, yeah, I think they've got some good players. Philip Kostic, I think, is, uh, as I've mentioned, if any mid-table Premier League club, they should be looking at him. Especially if you play, in my opinion, if you play a back three with wing-backs, I think he could play wing-back really well. He plays left-back slash left-mid all, all across the left. And I think he's he's a big part of, of Frankfurt. So I, I really think if Frankfurt wanted to kick on even more, they're going to have to keep hold of him. But in my opinion, if you're any any club in in the top leagues uh, that's mid table, you should be looking at Philip Kostic. Definitely a good player. 
looking at the other players that they have, I do think they don't have the they have a big squad, but I don't think they have any outstanding players apart from them them few players. I do like Kevin Trapp in goals. I think he's a a, a good solid keeper. I think um, was was he at PSG at one point yeah. Theo? And he really kind of didn't really kick on when he went there. He didn't really get a chance. Um, we know PSG with goalkeepers, they change every year. Um, so uh, we know that with Ariola, especially. He, 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 was, he came through the academy and never got a chance, really, did he? So, yeah, I think Kevin Trapp back at Frankfurt, that makes sense. He's a, he's a solid keeper. And they've also got a couple of good centre-backs. I really like Evan and Dicker, um, the French centre-back. I think he's quite a, a young prospect coming through. He's 21, and he's got, I think he's got quite a lot of talent in the lad. And I really like Mar- um, Martin Hinteregger, um, the Austrian centre-back. I, I mentioned to you, we were texting earlier about uh, players that clubs would be looking at. He had a really good year. I remember I was looking at his numbers, and I, and I know I, I like to look at stats. You, you know I'm, I'm quite a stats guy. I, I quite like my stats. But I was looking at him for, for, for certain clubs, and I think if someone like Everton or Tottenham Hotspur if they were looking for a centre-back, because I think, well, I think both them clubs really need to look for a centre-back. But last year, he got nine goals from centre-back. Yeah. Um, he's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a giant in the box. He likes to win headers. He makes over two tackles per match. Gets in there with one point inter- intercept, or 2.6 interceptions. And I think it was four long balls per match. So he's quite good at uh, playing the ball out from the back. I think the only problem is his accuracy sometimes isn't the best for that. Uh, when he does play a long ball, it doesn't always make the man. So you would need to improve upon that. But definitely a player that uh, clubs should be looking looking at. I actually remember, I remember a story about Martin Hintergrave. He was actually linked with Sunderland at one point, actually. Years back now, I think it was near enough the, the it might be either the Sam Allardyce or the or the um, Dick Advocate years, I think he was linked with, with someone. But yeah, I I would have liked him at the centre back. He would have been a nice player to bring in. But um, if you're a top, if you're a club like Spurs um, or or Everton, you should be looking at him because definitely a good player for cover at least. Even for cover, I think is is worth well player to look at. Anyway, but yeah, um, I've put them them seventh. Are you happy to put them seventh then, Theo? And and what's your opinion on on Frankfurt? A quick opinion. Yeah, I'm happy to go for seventh. Um, they're they're a very solid side, and I think they're gonna. They're going to you know, give it a good push this season and I look forward to, to seeing what they can do. We know that they're capable of, of um, going on runs and unsurping the big dogs, so I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, definitely. Moving on to your next team then, Theo. Who, who have you gone for next? So my next team is Schalke uh, and I've got Schalke to finish 17th in the table. Yeah. Um, I think even, obviously, I know the news of David Wagner getting sacked Yesterday, oh, was he sacked? I didn't know he was sacked. I didn't. Know. Yeah, David Wagner okay. sacked yesterday. It's no real surprise, but in all fairness to him, it's an awful team they have. There's no hope really at Schalke. Losing Weston McKenney for, for pennies. Where's he uh, gone to? He's Where's gone to Juventus. Right. Um, I didn't actually know that. No, it's just it's it's a poor team. Other than Quebec. And the defense, I don't. The defense is pretty solid, but I don't see where the goals are going to come from. You know, they, they've, they've recruited um, Paciencia, Paciencia, sorry, from um, Frankfurt. I mean, he, he did, even he was a sub for, for, for Frankfurt. Mark Uf, he tries, but 
he's nothing, he's nothing special. special. No, and and same with Ibisevic. I mean, you know, Ibisevic at Hertha Berlin, he, he he was a decent player, but defensively they're good. I just don't see where any goals are coming from, and I don't see where the creativity in that team is as well. Mm-hmm. I think uh, the the two players that I would say are, are probably the more creative players, Rabi Matondo. Um, he's a Welsh lad, I think. I think he's mm. Welsh, but I, I think he was linked with with a number of um, actually top clubs were looking at him just to be in a, as as a squad player. I think um, I don't know who what who was interested, but he's definitely a player that's maybe quite a maybe just a bit of spark to 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 them and maybe a bit of pace. Um, and I've mentioned before I like Harrit. Um, Armin Harrit. I think he's a decent player, but I I definitely think it does look like it's going to be a bad season. For Schalke, and if they survive, I'd be very surprised. I think they're the, and I was saying this to you earlier. I think they're going to be the next Hamburg. Yeah. I think they're going to fall, and they might be in the Bundesliga too for maybe a couple of years. Um, I definitely think that's going to be the case. Do you think Kabak? He, he's been linked to um, Liverpool and a number of top clubs. Do you think he's going to be out the door next? Yeah, he'll be the next one out the door. Not this transfer window; it's too late. But either in January or the summer, this the, he'll be out the door. And to be honest, for him, it's it's a good place to be playing at because this is where he's learning his trade and he'll, he'll get used really you know he'll, he'll experience it all so mm-hmm. so yeah I, I definitely think Schalke for me 17th in the table I, I'd put them rock bottom actually but maybe okay. maybe, maybe, That's I think, fair play. maybe I think 17th maybe, maybe I'm being a bit too kind to the team that I, I put in 17th but I, I definitely think it's between 17th and 18th I think Schalke I'm happy to go with 17th yeah, seventeenth. Um, go I for think, it. I think they'll get the chance to because do they play seventeenth and sixteenth play each other, don't they? In the no, seventeenth and eighteenth go down, and sixteenth get the relegation playoff. I don't oh, even think Schalke yeah. will get the chance to do that. Mm-hmm. Do They're so like, bad. Yeah, yeah. I I, I was surprised because I didn't know where Weston McKenney going. I knew he was out the door, was going out the door, but I didn't know he was. It was. Pelo started him in his first two games as well. Really? Wow. That's that. That's that's. That's quite good for him, like good, good for him. Uh, good to see. As you said, though, I think it's a sad case with, with, with Schalke. I think they they bit off more than they could chew. I think and they tried to break into obviously Europe. They did for a few years. Um, I remember the days of Klaas Jan Huntelaar um, up front for them and Julian Draxler as well pulling the strings. And it's sad to see that they they're they're, they're falling off now. Um, Very sad. Even, even as a, even as a Dortmund fan, I'm gonna miss playing them um, because. It was always a guaranteed three points. <laughs> no, but um, it was. It's. It was. It, it's always a good derby, the rear derby, and it's going to mm. be sad to see them not in the Bundesliga probably for the for the next for the foreseeable future, I should say. But yeah, definitely. Anyway, moving on to my next team, and I have gone for uh, Werder Bremen, who I've gone for. So yeah, with Werder, I think they had a poor season last year, and it's it's fair to say they had a poor season. But I think they're starting to come around. I definitely think I could see an improvement. Uh, and with them, I think they've got some good players. They've brought in Bittencourt from Hoffenheim. I think Bittencourt's a decent player. I quite like him. I remember when he was a youngster at Borussia Dortmund. I thought he was a decent player. They've also brought in Toprak, who's an experienced head at the back. Um, maybe not the best, but he's experienced nonetheless. I think that's decent. But looking at some of the other players that are in that squad, I think, yeah, I think they've got... A, decent chance to finish mid-table this year. They've not lost Milo Rashitska, who I think is a huge player for them. I think he's a really... I'm surprised that no one like Dortmund or someone like that haven't haven't gone for Rashitska because he's, he's a decent player and would be a good squad player to have in any team. 
definitely a tricky winger. He's 24 and um, a left winger. He's, he's a good player. And also, I really like Max Eggestein in, in midfield. I think he's a decent player. Um, a solid player that's that's really um, shown his ability over the last couple of seasons. And I'm, I'm quite excited to see him in that midfield alongside David Klassen, who they've also signed to. To be fair, I, I think when David Classy came into Everton, we were always la- we were laughing because we knew he wasn't good enough for the Premier League, and he, he wasn't. But I definitely think for someone like Werder Bremen, he's, he's a solid player to have in your squad. So yeah, I'm quite excited to see what they can do. And as mentioned, I've mentioned before, Yari Pavlenka and goals. I think he's a solid goalkeeper and um, definitely a safe pair of hands in, in the back of the net. Looking at the the Werder Bremen team, are you are you th- do you think they can turn a corner now this season and and where do you think they can finish the deal? Yeah, I think this season they'll finish 12th, which right. is, is progression. Obviously, they've got Tahith Chong, which I'm quite interested in having a look myself. Mm-hmm. I like their team. I, I like Josh Sargent as well. Yeah. He, he's, he's decent. Mm-hmm. Defensively, I think they're pretty poor. Right. But I think they've got enough in the squad, not just to stay up, but to be comfortable this right. season. And I do think they can build on it. Let's not forget, Werder Bremen are a huge club as well. They're a huge club. So then I was glad not to see them get relegated. I don't like to see the big boys get relegated, uh, unless it's Aston Villa. So, <laughs> you know, or Newcastle, throw that one in there for you. Of course, that, so I think Werder Bremen will finish 12th this season, which represents a really good season. And I think they're going to start a bit of a rebuild. Right, fair enough. Well, I, I've I've put them tenth. I think might maybe a bit high, but I I was looking at the clubs that are in there, and I definitely think they can reach tenth. So, would you happy be happy to go in between and go eleventh for them? Then, do you think that's a good position? Because of one of the teams that I've put a tenth, eleventh is perfect. Right, eleventh is perfect. That's fine. Verde Bremen, you're going in at eleventh. That's that's fair enough. Moving on to your other team, we've not mentioned ninth and tenth yet. So. Let's go into your next team and let's see where they, we, we've put them then. So my next team is Hertha Berlin. Right. Hertha Berlin are a very, very interesting team. Mm-hmm. They are ridiculously inconsistent. They have got a fantastic array of talent. You've got Piatek up front. You've got Matthias Kuna, who is an incredible player. Yeah, you've mentioned They've them got before. Nicholas Stark, who's a nice player. They've signed... Johan Cordoba from Cologne, uh, Cologne, sorry. Yeah. And in the middle, they, they bought Toussaint from Lyon. Okay, okay. And with yep. Bruno Labadia, who's obviously a very experienced, Labadia, sorry, very experienced uh, coach, mm-hmm. you know, you don't know what, what Hertha Berlin could do. It's just the inconsistency for me that worries me. And last season, uh, under Klinsmann and... I don't, can't remember if he was manager from the start, but whoever it was, they spent a lot of money and ultimately, before COVID, they were in a lot of trouble. So I've gone for her for Berlin to finish 13th myself this season. That is simply down to the fact of how inconsistent they are. Now, mm. her for Berlin have the potential to win 4-1 away at Werder Bremen, first game of the season. And then, yes, a couple of days ago, they lost 3-1 at home to Frankfurt. So they're a very inconsistent side. So for me, I do think this season it's going to be a bit of a struggle for them. Hmm. I, I put them ninth. I put them slightly higher. I think they've got goals in them. Um, and that's what I've seen. Obviously, you mentioned Cunha uh, there. And you also mentioned uh, Piontek. Or Piatek. I don't know how you say his name. Piontek, I think that's... Piotek, that's what, yeah, yeah. Piotek, yeah. So um, he, he obviously fired it. Was it... Uh, uh, who was it that he fired in the, 
in the Serie A. He fired at someone and then um, AC Milan signed him and ruined him. Um, was it was it Torino he was at? Or was it, what club was he? He was at um, Genoa. Genoa, that was it. So I remember when he was firing there and yeah, he went to East Milan and made a mistake of his career there. Um, so um, everyone that goes to East Milan makes a mistake usually. <laughs> so, but looking at the other players they've signed, they've out, they've signed Alexander Schwalov, the goalkeeper from Freiburg, who I think had a solid season for Freiburg. So I'm quite impressed with him. I think he's a decent signer. They've also got Dodi Lukabakio as well, who I really rate. I remember he was at a number of clubs. He done really well. I don't know what league he done really well at. Was it? I forgot who he was playing for. He was on loan from Watford, and then Watford sold them, and it was to to Hertha Berlin. And I think he's he's definitely got ability in him, to say to say the least. Uh, he's he's still young, twenty three years of age, and yeah, he's he's a really tall player. So yeah, I'm quite excited to see what he can do at at, at his young age. He was at Fortuna Düsseldorf. That was it. And I, I remember he was he was in he was in the Bundesliga before, and and Hertha signed him. But last season he played thirty times and got seven goals. So that's not too bad uh, from a from a strike a secondary striker. Definitely a player that can maybe partner uh, Cunha and Piontek as well. Also, they've got a, a number of players you mentioned. Stark, I think Stark's a really good centre back. I think he's a solid centre back and definitely offers that them that protection. I would say at the back. And yeah, I quite like some of the other players that they've got in and around the squad. Boyata, I think he's he's a decent player. And Ashayabar, I think that's how you say his name, Santiago Ashayabar, um, central midfielder Argentine. I think he's he's a decent player and can really, really progress them uh, from defence to attack. So, yeah, I've put them ninth. Maybe 13th is realistic, but where would you be happy to go for Hertha Berlin? Theo? Are you happy to move them up slightly or where would you move them into? I, I mean, I don't know. I'd be happy to put them in 12th. Mm. Um, obviously, we've got someone in eleventh, but it, if if you if you fought ninth, I mean, I suppose tenth, tenth or twelfth. Personally, I, I think there's a couple of better teams than them in the in the Bundesliga. Right. Okay. Um, well, tell you what, we'll go twelfth. I'll, I'll let you have that because we might change yeah. it up, though. We might change it up. Yeah, we can, make, we can. Make if you 100 don't agree with who I think should be ninth and tenth, we'll, we'll switch that. Yeah. I'll, I'll I'll hold off writing them down the now uh, on the on the sheet of paper that I've got in front of me, and I'll I'll hear what you have to say about the teams that you've got then next. So who have you got as your next team? Right, my next team is Mines. Right. Okay. Yeah, uh, they've just actually sacked their manager this morning mm-hmm. after a couple of defeats. Mines, uh, I don't really know what they're looking to do this season. I'm not too confident on what they will achieve I've put Mines to finish 16th with a relegation playoff this this season they've had a disastrous start to the season two losses where they've conceded seven goals in three in two games which which isn't too good goals they've got goal scorers uh Quaison had a great season last year but Boitas, uh, but yes, sorry, he's a good player. And I, I also am a big fan of, I've always been watched him from a distance of Lezin Odzanali. And obviously he came through Leverkusen. Yeah. So I think they've got players in there. Uh, I thought, I think Nia Kate is a decent centre-back as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think they've got players in there to stay up. And in a relegation playoff, I think they might just be okay. But in terms of, uh, aspirations this season. I don't see them achieving very much. Yeah, I, I definitely think I put them fifteenth. Um, that's where I've put them. So yeah, I, I think sixteenth maybe is a wee bit. I think they'll be just outside. 
of that of that place where they've got to they've got to face the the playoff between the other team in the Bundesliga too. So I think 15th is just a bit fair because I think they've got the experience there. I quite like Mateta and and Kaisson, um, as you mentioned before. And Bateas, yeah, I think Bateas offers quite a lot of... Uh, is, is a decent enough player and, and can provide a couple of assists from centre attacking midfielder. Yeah, so I think maybe... As well, Stefan Bell, he's, he's a centre-back. He's experienced and definitely offers them a wee bit of protection. They've got the man Xi Dong Wong. Can't forget to mention that's someone legend. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, I think yeah, I think he's another player to mention, but definitely a player that isn't going to make headlines. But yeah, I think I'm I, I'm I wouldn't have put them fifteenth. I think Theo. I think that's 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 fair to put them there. Personally. Okay. Would you Would you be happy with that? Yeah, fifteenth's fine. Fifteenth's yeah, fine. Cool. That's fine. Well, that's fine. Mine's in fifteenth. That's 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 fair enough. Moving on to another team. And I have gone for, um, the next club is Augsburg. So Augsburg, I think Augsburg's a decent team. Um, they've got some decent players in their squad. Obviously, as we mentioned, just beat Dortmund. So um, a team that's that can provide a scare for, for the big clubs. So in my opinion, Augsburg, they've got some good players, but it's whether they're going to make headlines. I'm not sure. I think maybe the start to the season's maybe just, just a bit maybe of a... A one-off. I'm not sure. Um, it's hard to say for sh- for sure what that whether it is or not. But the player that they've brought in, Felix Uduakai, um, I quite like him. He's a he's a young centre ma- centre back they've got in from Wolfsburg. I think he's a decent player and definitely is is a promising one for the future. So definitely keep an eye on him. But looking at the rest of their squad, yeah, they've got okay players. I think there's some good players in there. As as we mentioned before, they've got. I think we've mentioned uh, a few players. Uh, I think Gregorsic, um, Gregorsic, I think he's a decent striker. He's in there. And they've got Niedlecker, Niedlechner. Um, sorry about that. The pronunciation isn't up to scratch today. But um, yeah, I think he's he, he was a decent striker, uh, Niedlechner. I think he was. Um, he's, he's a bit older, but has, has got uh, some good talent on him and gets some goals for that, for that club. Also, Richter. I think he's um, a young player coming through. He's 22. Um, he's he's a definite one to keep an eye on. And they've also brought in Daniel Caligiuri on a free from Schalke. I think he's he's a decent and solid enough player for them. And maybe a player to go for, and, and we didn't mention this before, I quite like. Um, I think they could sign someone like maybe Mario Goetze. Uh, might be a good mm. signing for them. They've been linked with him. Yeah, yeah, have they? I've, I've, I've seen him. He's been linked to a number of clubs, but I think... Augsburg would be a good place for him to go, maybe to another German club, and yeah, just to to to, to give them a bit of a spark to them. And I think Götze can come up with as as we all know, Götze comes up with the magic sometimes. And yeah, I think hopefully he can find a home Augsburg because I was sad to see him leave Dortmund in the way he did. Um, it was it was a a shame to see him uh, go uh, from the football club. Also, Kubek in goals, I think he's a solid keeper, and yeah, he, he's a decent player to look at. And yeah, they've got a number of other players in there, so definitely ones to keep an eye on. So, in your opinion, then Augsburg, where where are you thinking then, Theo, for Augsburg? Because I'm um, I'm I'm not sure where I want to go for them. I'm thinking mid table, um, for for Augsburg, and I had them eleventh. But as we okay. uh, we put Werder Bremen, but where are you thinking, Augsburg? I like them. I like them a lot. I'm really impressed by Augsburg. I think they finished ninth this season. Right. I think they're awesome. I watched yeah. a little bit of them against um, Dortmund, and defensively they were magnificent. 
and they've got the players to, to cause a, a lot of trouble. And just a quick mention for one of our players we mentioned in the second episode I mentioned, Ruben Vargas. Right. Um, the young lad, he, he's starring for them already this season. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm really impressed. I, I think this season ninth uh, for Augsburg, I really do. Right. Mm, definitely. That, that, that's fair enough. I, well, as I said, I put them 11th. Who did you put 10th in? Let, let, let's see tenth? what you have to say for 10th. At 10th, I put Freiburg. Right. Okay. I don't know about that, <laughs> but that's that's fair enough. So, like, look, we'll we'll, we'll go into. I'll I'll let you cover Freiburg, and then why do you think Freiburg will finish tenth? Then Freiburg, they're they're a team that have punched above their weight for for quite a quite a while now. Mm. Um, I, I I just think Freiburg. I've been quite impressed with their their business this see uh, this um window as well. They've they've gone about doing it a little quietly. They obviously signed um Santa Maria. From Honduras, which and you know he's he's a he's a very good player. They've got a proven goal scorer in Nils Peterson, who seems to get better and better every single season. True, yeah. And I just like some of the players they've got. I, I'm a big fan of Griffo. I think he's a good player. Salah is a good player. Defensively, I like them. I like the look of Schmidt at right back. I think he's a decent player. Um, and I think they've got a good goalkeeper in Florian Muller. I think he's a good young um, goalkeeper. Defensively, yet yeah, might be a little bit of a problem defensively. I don't, uh, sorry, depth-wise. But I've been impressed with their business. They've signed a couple of other lads. I think they got, um, they signed uh, Medin Demirovic from, I believe they signed him from... Alaves, Alaves. Alaves, yeah, Alaves. So he looks a good player. They've, they've, they've recruited quite smartly for me this season. Mm. And I think they could be a little bit of a surprise package, but I know it's a bit out there. Yeah, I think that's a wee bit out there. I, I put them 14th. Um, maybe it's a bit low to put them. Maybe maybe slightly higher we can go with them where I put them. Maybe 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 12th, um, I think. I think we've okay. quite a good shout for them. So I think with this situation, I'll give you Augsburg. We'll, we'll put Augsburg 9th. I think we could go Hertha 10th. Do you think that would be a good, that would be a good yeah, compromise to go for? Um, so Augsburg in 9th. And then Hertha Berlin in 10th. And then... We've got Werder Bremen in 11th, and then we've got Freiburg in 12th. That, that, that's, that's, that's quite good. The only thing I would say about Freiburg, they did sell Robin Koch. I think he was a solid player for them. They sold him to Leeds, so I definitely think that's going to be a big loss for them. And as I mentioned, they sold uh, Schwolov. You were mentioned for Florian Muller, and maybe he is. Then I've not really looked into Muller that much. Maybe he is... A, a, a young prospect coming through, but I think the loss of Schwalov is going to be a big one for them. So that's why I put Hertha slightly higher because I, I quite rate him as a goalkeeper. But yeah, I think that's that's good at the moment. So yeah, that, that's that's some good shouts from you there in terms of in terms of where you've where you've put Augsburg and uh, Freiburg. That's that's fair enough. Moving on to the next team that I've gone for is Köln. Uh, FC Köln, and I, I I really like FC Köln. I've watched them play before. I went to see an FC Köln versus English that game um a few years back. It was when we were in Dortmund. I remember we went to Dortmund, and then we went to Köln to watch the game after that. And I I think Köln's got the infrastructure there, and they've kept a lot of players um from from mm. way ago. I really like Timo Horn. I, I've liked Timo Horn for a number of years, and I think it's a shame that he he's probably not made. He's probably waited too long to make that move. I think maybe making the move a, a couple of years ago would have been good for him uh, to, make, to to change up a bit. But again, he's going to stay there and probably become a legend at that football club. Uh, Colner are going to idolise him as a, as a player. Same with Jonas Hector. Uh, I really like Jonas Hector. 
think he's captain of the football club still. And yeah, he's he's he transitioned from a left back to centre defensive midfielder, and I think that was maybe a mistake for him. I I, I liked him quite like quite liked him at left back, and I think he's a he's a solid player. But yeah, he's he's a decent player. But it'll be interesting to see what they can do. In terms of transfer business, I've not been too impressed, but I do like the signing on Dredge Duda um, from Hertha Berlin. I think he's a solid midfielder and, and offers them um, both an attacking outlet. Uh, he's he's a mixture. He's kind of box to box midfielder, so I think he's going to offer them quite a lot in that team. And they've got Sebastian Anderson they brought in from Union Berlin, who I do think is going to uh, give them a bit uh, more up front as well. And as we mentioned before, uh, before like a, a while back, I think we were like, I, I quite liked uh, Anthony Modest. I think Anthony Modest has been an underrated striker and it was a shame. Was it the Chinese league he went off to Theo? And, yeah, I think he uh, moved to Chan, Changin or something. Yeah, it was, it was a strange move and a, probably a poor move for him. If you're going to move somewhere, you you kind of want to see him in a bigger league. But um, he's back now. He's 32. He's getting on a bit. But yeah, he's he's still bangs in the goals for Cole. And I, I, I do really like him as a, as a player. Some of the other players that they've got, there's not many other players that stand out, really. Sorensen at centre-back, I think he's an OK player. Shikiri, is it Shikiri? Uh, is that who? I don't know who Shikri. I don't know who says his name. But, oh, the Tunisian um, bro. Block. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. he's a central midfielder. Um, I don't know much about him, but um, he's he's a solid enough player. I've, I've seen him play a couple of times, um, so he's, he's OK. But again, they've not got many standout names, so it depends where they're going to finish. So where did I go for them? Well, it's hard to predict. I, I quite like Colm. I put them slightly higher. I put them in 12th, but we've put five or 12th. So I think 13th. Um, yeah. FC Colm. I think that's a good position for them to go. Um, it was between uh, 12th and 14th that it was between them them three positions. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm happy to go for 13th. Are you uh, happy for Colm to go in 13th? And what's your opinion of that then, Theo? Thirteen's fine by me. I watched a bit of Colm, uh, especially after lockdown, and I just want to shout out um, Timo Horn and Jonas Hector. Absolute mm-hmm. legends, and yeah. they deserve so much respect for what they've done. Yeah. So I like Colm. I think that losing Cordoba was is going to be a bit of a miss. Yeah, it was an odd one. Yeah, but at the end of the day, Sebastian Anderson is a good striker as well. <laughs> so yeah, I think they'll be okay. Yeah, yeah, and and you got to admit, you got to love their mascot and the goat. Um, you've got to love that. I so, do love them. Yeah, you got you got to love their mascot. I love um, I have I love having them in the in the their Bundesliga. Yeah, they're 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 one of those clubs that I think they've got really passionate fans, and it's a shame that um, awesome fans. The 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 because I think with all the the players that Colm have, they don't have the best squad, but they have them fans to drive them on a big stadium to push them. And I think they really do miss that uh, when, when obviously, no fans, all fans are going to be missed uh, by all football clubs, but the Colm ones do push them on a bit more um, to give them that edge at home. So moving on to the next, cl- your, your next club then, uh, Theo, who have you gone for as your next club? So this is my last one, which is Stuttgart. Uh, obviously a, a staple giant of the Bundesliga, so it's nice to have them back. I thought they were... They were probably the fourth best team in, in the Bundesliga 2 last season for, for the large majority of it. So they, they were quite lucky to get promoted. But they've had a decent start to the season. Got a nice 4-1 winner against Mainz at the weekend. And they've got a decent team. Daniel Didavi, I've always thought he's a pretty good player who yeah. on his day can, can produce. Gonzalo Castro, 
he's a very good player, a player who's obviously played for, for Leverkusen. And they've got a very exciting young player who plays for them on the wing, which is Silas Wamangituka. Wamangituka. He's a young 20-year-old lad from Congo who's, who's had a really good start to the season. I, I like the look of them. They've got a young team. They've got a little bit of squad depth as well. I think they're going to have a little bit of a more comfortable season than I've seen some people predict, especially being promoted. Because this, remember, this is a Stuttgart team that have obviously not got Mario Gomez, who was obviously in their team the last time they came up to the, the mm-hmm. Bundesliga. Yeah, They've been a bit of a yo-yo club. And I think, you know, they've lost some big players in the past, like Benjamin Pavard. But I think for Stuttgart this season, I've put Stuttgart to finish. I'm just trying to think what positions are left. 14th this season. Right, mm. that's that's quite an interesting one. I, I put them sixteenth. Um, so I you think put Union Berlin fourteenth. I have. I put Union Berlin fourteenth. So I think Stuttgart are going to finish sixteenth. I think coming up is going to be difficult um, from from the Bundesliga too. And I do think that they've they've got some good players in there, and I, I quite like some of the signings. But again, they're signing a lot of players from lower league lower leagues so it's a, it is a risk the players that they I like that though because Stuttgart have obviously looked at it and they've thought to themselves you know what before we've just bought run of the mill your standard players let's try something different because it hasn't been working and it yeah. got them up and in my opinion I like the model they're going for Yeah, they've got the money as well because remember they sold Pavard for big money so I think it's worth a gamble yeah maybe, maybe it is worth a gamble and uh, the They've signed uh, Marius Butler, um, left winger from Madberg. He was signed from the third division, so I don't know much about him. But yeah, maybe he can get a couple of chances. Also, Sebastian Griesbeck uh, from Heinenhem in the second division. So yeah, as you said, maybe it's worth a shot. And they've also got Robin Nocke. They've signed on a free transfer from Wolfsburg. I quite liked Robin Nocke. I thought he was going to be better in his career. And it was quite a shame that it's he's going to a lower league, but maybe maybe some game time will be good for him, and he'll be a staple in that side. And I think uh, why I've put them 16th, I think they're going to be in the playoff uh, between obviously the Bundesliga two club. Um, but I think if they've got enough in them, they can maybe make a push for for a, as you said, you've put them 14th. They've signed Loris Carius as well today, so that's a that's an interesting one. Um, obviously we make fun of Loris Carius because of his horror show, as many horror shows at Liverpool. But, yeah, maybe he can find a home again. There's a decent goalkeeper in there, though. Yeah, because was it, was it Frankfurt he was at before? Or he was at, he... I think he was at Mainz. Was it Mainz? Right, OK. I wasn't sure where he was. But, yeah, maybe coming back to the Bundesliga is a good thing for him to, to refind his form again. As you mentioned, yeah, there's a few good players in there. Ucha, uh, the striker. I think he's a proven striker um, and, and, and will do a decent job. And Chuch. Chukert uh, up front as well. I've heard about him before, Cedric Chukert. So yeah, maybe some maybe some unknown quantities there. But yeah, I think I think sixteenth. But we, are you are you happy with sixteenth or or do you want to put them fourteenth or where are you thinking? Because we've got Union Berlin. Oh, tell you what, I'll talk about Union Berlin first, and then we'll we'll, we'll decide um, where we're going to put these two clubs. Um. So Union Berlin. Moving on to them next. Union Berlin, I think they're a good club. I've got... Oh, sorry, I was looking at the Union Berlin squad there um, when I was mentioning Nuccia and, and a few players there. Sorry about that. That's that's my right. apologies. I had, I had the wrong team up there. So, yeah, I, <laughs> moving on to... It was Karius that signed for, 
for them. Um, so Karius, I think, is a, a, a good goalkeeper. And maybe for Union Berlin, he can find a home again. And Robin Nocke and a few of the, them players. Um, apologies about that. That was my fault uh, to all our listeners out there. Um, a player that I, for, I, I, I forgot to mention, though, Max Cruz. He's back in the Bundesliga again. Um, we all know Max Cruz. He's, he's in your face. He's in, in everyone's face. And in the Bundesliga, he's a top, he's a top scorer. Um, and he done well in the Turkish league when he was out there. He, he was a he was a good goal scorer there. But yeah, I think I'm excited to see him back in the Bundesliga. Uh, what's your opinion on Max Cruz then? Uh, yeah, glad to glad to have him back in the Bundesliga. I think he did well. He did all right, Fenerbahce. But I think it's a cracking signing for Union Berlin. It really is. Mm-hmm. Whether or not it replaces Anderson mm-hmm. is yeah. the question because Max Cruz is a is a centre forward, not a striker. Mm. So, True. what are you smirking at? What are you smirking at? I'm, I'm just ashamed that I got the, the, the names wrong earlier. <laughs> I'm still like, <laughs> how can I get that wrong? Like, I was looking at the wrong squad there. But, yeah, I think, yeah, it's it's hard to say. I'm, I'm not sure Stuttgart or 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 Junior. I'm not I'm not sure who I want to go in, in 14th and 16th. I'm kind of stuck. I think because Union's got that experience of staying up last year, I think they're going to be they're going to be slightly higher than Stuttgart. Um, would you be happy to agree with that? Or, or what's... Are you, what are you thinking? Yeah, I, I'm happy putting on reflection Union Berlin at 14. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's 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 fair enough. Um, no, that's that's fair play. As we mentioned, Union Berlin, we're going to put them 14th, and we'll put Stuttgart in 16th. So that's fair enough. So either do we put Schalke in 17th, or do we go for the other team, which is Byfield, who have come up. Um, so. I was looking at Byfield, and I'm actually quite surprised by some of the transfer business. I don't think it's great, but I think it's decent enough. I think they've got um, some good players in that squad. That, I mean, to get to the Bundesliga, you've got to have some good players in your squad. So I was looking at them. Armenia Byfield, I think some of the players are, are quite underrated. They've been in the league before. They've been one of those yo-yo clubs, um, Armenia Byfield. And I think maybe they can find... A bit of form. Hopefully, I would like to see them stay up. I would like to see them give them a, a a good push. But they've had a good start to the season. I think they they've got four points out their first two games. I think I think it was a one 0 win against Colm and a one one draw. I'm not entirely sure, but I'll just have a quick look. Frankfurt. They drew Frankfurt. Yeah, drew with Frankfurt one one. So I I don't think that's a that's a bad start to the season. To be fair, playing two staples of the Bundesliga I think getting uh, two decent results and yeah I think they've, they've they've got a chance and yeah what what's your opinion of Byfield do you think it's going to be too big for them to make that step or oh they absolutely stormed the um, Bundesliga 2 last year they stormed it so I was really impressed I watched a bit of them actually and I was like you know what this is a decent side they've started the season well the one thing I like about them is their is their team effort they all play for each other, um, and I, I, I like that. I think the team spirit, I just don't think they've got the quality there. That's for me. I think throughout the season, I'm not sure if the quality is there, and that's what I worry about. But I'd love to see them stay up. They are the ultimate, ultimate, ultimate underdog, and I love their stadium. I think it's all standing. So, yeah, I think, I think unfortunately, it's rock bottom in my opinion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'd love to see them give it a go. Yeah. I'm just I'm just looking at the now actually. Sergio Cordova, 
Did you say this? Who did you say he signed for? Because I've got Johan Cordoba. Johan Cordoba. Oh, you're thinking. Oh, right, okay. Jan Cordoba. Sorry, yeah. Jan Cordoba. Right. Okay. I'm. I'm looking at. Right. I was like kind of confused there because I was like Sergio Cordoba. I'm sure Theo mentioned him earlier, but no, he's he signed for Augsburg on loan. So yeah, I think um, Cordoba. He's an experienced player. Um, Mike Van der Huren, um, who you know from Swansea, Theo. He's he's actually joined as well. He's joined Byfield on a free agent. <laughs> so, do you, do you know much about Mike Van der Hoon? Do you think he's going to add a wee bit of strength to this team? Or? Mike Van der Hoon actually did quite well for Swansea. I think he he was quite good for them last season, actually. Yeah. Uh, so. so, so yeah, I, I respect. Look, I, I hope it. I hope it helps. Mm-hmm. I hope I would be delighted if only one thing happened this season, and that was Byfield stayed up yes, because okay. I think that would be awesome. Yeah, that'd be quite fun to see. They've also signed a number of players from clubs that I've not really heard. Well, I've heard of. But I've not like been um, much knowledgeable of. Uh, they've got Christian Gauber. They've signed from Altec in the Austrian Bundesliga. So they've signed a couple of players from different leagues in Europe. Uh, uh, they signed a Jacob Barrett Larson, a left back from Odense in the in the the Danish Super League. And they've also signed um, Nathan de Mendina, a right back from uh, Muskron in in the Belgian Belgium. league as well. So yeah, they've got some players that they've they've looked at in different leagues and they, and they've snapped up. I hope they stay up, man. Again, again, it was free transfers, so I don't know much about these players, but yeah, uh, they're all all of good age. They're they're from twenty two to twenty six, so they're not they're not old. And you see quite a lot of that with teams coming up. They sign a lot of old Bundesliga players, uh, players that are are known quantities. Um, like Claudio Pizarro, you see a lot of clubs go for them kind of players. But it's glad to see that they're going for players out with. Um, the norm. Uh, There's nothing so, more I love than seeing a team yeah. literally buy players that I've never heard of, yeah. young players, and just take a chance on them. There's yeah. nothing more I like. Yeah, yeah. Do you think then, do you think, do you want to put them 17th and Schalke 18th, or do you want to put Schalke 18th? Or what, what do you think? Unfortunately, you've got to think that Schalke, with the Bundesliga, some Bundesliga proven players, they will finish I... above. By but again, let me just say for the record, I'd love Byfield to stay up more than anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's 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 fair enough. Right, that's fine. Well, that's 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 a good coverage. I think that's well done, Theo. I think we've done well there. Apologies again from my part for for mentioning some of the wrong players for certain teams. I, I started mentioning Union Berlin players for uh, was it um, Stuttgart? I started mentioning yes. that. Um, apologies about that to our listeners, but um, I'll I'll hopefully not make it happen again. Anyway, but that's that's good coverage. Going over the league again, we'll just mention who we picked. So we'll go from bottom to top. So in, in 18th, we've gone Armenia Byfield. In 17th, we've gone Schalke. Um, we're we're going to really see a drop-off from them, and it'll be a sad sad affair it is. But if you've, if you've looked into anything about Schalke, they're really in financial trouble. Um, so they might even get deducted points. I could see that maybe being a case if they're not careful. In 16th, we've gone Stuttgart. We think they're just going to be in that playoff, but I, I hope Stuttgart do slightly better than 16th. But I, I think with the teams in there, they've got obviously the experience we mentioned. Uh, Mainz in 15th, Union Berlin in 14th, but they've got the experience just above uh, Stuttgart. And we've then gone Coleman 13th, Freiburg in 12th, who Theo said they were a surprise package. You were putting them 10th, Theo. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what they can do, but... I think 12th is a reasonable position for them. Werder Bremen, we've put 11th. We think they're going to have a turnaround season. Hertha Berlin, 10th. I think that's a solid season for Hertha, but they've spent a lot of money, so they're going to have to start proving more than mid-table soon. 
that in the next couple of seasons they're going to really have to show value for money. In ninth, we've gone Augsburg. We think they're going to have a, a, a cracking year, one of the underdog stories of the Bundesliga season. In eighth, Hoffenheim. We've seen Officer Kamaric can score goals for fun for them. That one against Bayern Munich, as we mentioned, is going to be a huge, a huge scalp to t- to have on over that, and maybe hopefully we can see them kick on. Uh, Frankfurt in seventh, I think Adi Hooters has got a good squad of players there. Hopefully, can um, pu- push them on a bit. We think Bayer Leverkusen are going to have a slight drop off, but only to sixth. I think that's that's fair to say. Uh, they've got some talented players, and obviously Musa Diaby and Demerbay, who you really like, Theo. But that loss of Kai Havertz, so that loss of goals, I think it's going to hurt them slightly. Wolfsburg in fifth. It'll be interesting to see if they replace Vukovic because I think that deal looks like it's going to be getting done to, for him to go to Tottenham Hotspur. But again, a good defence. So I think they're going to have a solid defence to to make sure they they are up and around there. But I do think the top four are going to run away from from fifth. Fifth, fifth to, to eighth, as we mentioned, is going to be close, but I think the top four are just going to be a bit above that. So in fourth, we've gone Borussia Munchen Gladbach. I put them third, but Theo put them fourth. I think it's going to be very close between them and Leipzig, who we've put third. And then the top two, the the, the main the main two, the big the big dogs, as we can say, of of the Bundesliga: Borussia Dortmund in second, and then the the European champions Bayern Munich in first. Theo, what's your opinion of, of our full league? Do you, are you quite happy with that? And yeah, uh, again, as you mentioned, are you excited to see what can happen in the Bundesliga this year? I'm so excited. I'm really happy with the table. I'm so excited even more after this table. Loving the fact that Bundesliga have got fans back as well. You know, that's great. I think it's going to be such an exciting season. And I would, for anyone who listens to this, I would look at the table and pick a team and try and follow them. And if I were you, I'd go for something unorthodox, you know? Don't go for Union Berlin just because everyone goes for that. Have a look. Maybe go for a bit of a Stuttgart. Maybe go for a bit of a Schalke, you know? Just just go for it. Get embraced because the Bundesliga is an awesome league. Definitely, definitely. I, I, I've got to say that I'm excited to see what can happen. I'm, I'm hoping Borussia Dortmund give Bayern a real fight this year. But again, under Lucien Favre, I just don't know if it's going to happen. I do, and we will cover... What we'll have to do is we will have to give Bayern and Dortmund their own episodes because they're two giants of football and um, I think we need to break them down a bit more than just a small coverage of the Bundesliga. But again, we're going to be doing this uh, a few more times with other leagues. We're going to hopefully do the La Liga is going to be one of the next leagues we do and also Serie A as well. We're excited to do them two leagues and break that down for more for, for you listeners out there. We're, and we're also going to uh, have a little look at the Lagoon because so many people think it's the Farmers League, but I want to dispel a few uh, few rumours there. Yeah, I, I wasn't sure about the Lagoon, but I'm, I'm happy if you want to do that, Theo. I'm happy for, for us to cover that. Just for you, mate, just for you. <laughs> uh, we'll have to do that. Anyway, but that's, that, that's good coverage. Before we say, guys, we, we, were, we are going to do, obviously, one week, one week on and one week off off with um, Premier League and, and European football. But for the next two weeks, um, we're, I've got um, uh, personal reasons um, for, for um, health reasons, I could say. So I'm going to have to miss two weeks. I've got to rest my voice. Um, so I do apologise for that. But I will be back full and fit and ready for for, for uh, more content. And Theo, Theo, Theo is, I, I said to Theo earlier, I was like, Theo, you could take take the mantle on as host and get a guest on, get your brother out of hiding again. <laughs> but he said it wasn't the same without me. So um, well, 
happy to have a, a wee break off as well. Uh, I think you're, you'll be happy to have a break, bit of a break. Theo. We're taking an international break. So, yeah, you good know. Stuff. That, that's what we'll call it, our international break. Our, our international breaks, so that's, that's good. Anyway, but thanks again, guys, for listening. Um, and we'll, we'll catch you in a bit. But again, before we, before we leave you off, go and follow all of our channels. Give us a follow, our Instagram. Theo, you need to get that Twitter set up as well. You've been mentioning it a few times. I'm going to keep you on. You've got two weeks off the podcast, but you've got to get that set up, mate. Okay, okay. <laughs> Good stuff. I promise, Good stuff. I promise. Good stuff, boss. Good stuff. Anyway, guys, catch you later. Thanks again, and bye for now.